Oppa Kamekan style. Kamekan style. So I'm sitting here doing the intro for the uh, new episode that we're doing as our survival guide to Comic Con. And I realized that my daughter has probably been to more conventions than uh, most people. She's been to several Comic Cons, Wonder Cons, and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, she she wants to say a couple words uh, about her experience at the convention. So we'll, I'm going to let her do that real quick. Um, uh, um, at Comic-Con, I always liked it there. To like, to like it there? Uh, because I went to all the Monster High. I went to the Monster High panel, and it's very, very cool. Yeah. So, if somebody is going to Comic Con for the first time, what should they prepare for? Prepare for? Um, they should pre prepare. Um, if they're kid, they prepare Monster High if they <laughs> like the Monster High. Just Monster High is that all they should look yeah. out for? What about should they wait in line a lot? Do they have to do that? No. Um. What should they do if they have to wait in line? Should they bring a comic book or something to read? Um, something to read or something to play with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What should they play with? Um, if they really like Monster High, um, they should bring Monster High or Adventure Time. Adventure. So Adventure Time or Monster High. Or My Little Pony. Or My Little Pony. <laughs> my Little Pony. All right. So yeah. So as you can see, you know, Comic Con can be a lot of fun, and yeah, <laughs> you should enjoy Get this. Get those nerds! This week's Nerdables. I'm Ari Rain. I'm alongside with Travis Jones and Ethan Benjamin. This time we are going to be talking about the Comic Con Survival Guide. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Woo! So, okay, how many cons have you guys been to? Minus the big one in San Diego, just cons in general. Are we counting or are we naming them off? Just count. Uh, Two. Wonder <laughs> Wizard Celebration E3. Are you counting? Or are you just naming I'm just them all? I'm just naming them all. I'm just naming everyone. Emerald. Well, if we're counting E3, then I've I always wanted to go to Emerald. That brings me up to three. Emerald's pretty dope. Emerald's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, what else have I done? Did you do Ape? No. Being in, I figured being in San Francisco, you'd, be, you'd do Ape. I know, right? You would think. And besides, you're kind of. That GDC, but that doesn't y- count. You kind of like the independent stuff too, so yeah. Um. So yeah, I've I've been to uh, a few, as a few. they say, right? And I've been to a considerable amount, not as much as some, but enough to know my way around. Indeed. Um. So, what would be the one tip that you would give somebody about going to con? What would you expect? Shower. Carry deodorant with them. Clean yourself. I would Damn say, it! I would say like body spray because nobody else showers. Apparently. No, you don't want body spray. You actually need to take a shower in the morning. The oh BO. no, no, the bo it, doesn't the go away. The body spray is not for you. It's the, for everybody else. It's for everybody no. else. You spray everyone as you're walking by them. I yes. love this idea. Ethan Benjamin is on to something. <laughs> Last year at con, spray other people that smell wait, bad. Wait. Last year at con, there was a person dressed up in. A, there was a chick that dressed up in a as a cosplayer. And she had Febreze. <laughs> nice. Nice. No, but honestly, that's, that's uh, honestly be, what you be respectful of your other con members and, and be uh, bathed on some yeah. general level. Please. If you know that you, you suffer from BO, at least do everybody a favor and take a little travel-sized thing of deodorant with you. Put it in your bag. Or carry wet And wipes. clean yourself up. Yeah. You can even do a cat bath. Take a washcloth, wa- wet it yourself. down, and just and just wipe yourself. <laughs> lick yourself or lick your partner. No, <laughs> no, not one time. So, um, I I was reading uh, Geek Magazine, and they did a, their own survival guide. And one of the things I noticed that they put in there was double up your luggage before you leave. 
because you're going to end up buying a lot of stuff this and way. And you're not going to be able to take it home. Right. This way, you know, especially if you're if you're traveling across the country or anything like that. Sure. This way you can pull out that second bag and put all of your exclusives or all of your, you know, swag Whatever that you, you pick up. Yeah. yeah. All the stuff you've stolen or bought. Stolen or bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the stuff that you've picked up at con. Right. You have an extra bag for it. Exactly. I That was one I never thought. I'd, I'd always bring an extra bag. You know, I, I never learned that until I actually did some international traveling. And that was the first thing. One of the first things that they suggested for international travelers was make sure you have one or two extra duffel bags that can roll up inside your main suitcase because you're going to end up with some kind of souvenir you're going to end up with some kind of swag you're going to end up with some kind of stuff from that country that you're going to need to bring home and you don't account for the fact that you already have luggage for all your clothes and toiletries well i wouldn't even say necessarily international but even if you're traveling you know across like last summer generally speaking though right last summer we went to um we went across the country to that thing to that thing with that with those people yeah and ended up bringing back double the stuff we left with sure we had to borrow a bag to bring it back because we didn't, you know, take exactly. an extra bag. Mm-hmm. So if you're traveling long distances to San Diego Comic-Con, bring an extra bag or two because you're going to have some kind of giant carrier to place in your bag. The only other thing I can think of is, you know, also bring me the extra cash just so you can mail it back to you if you need to. That's a good point. That's too. actually always a good option. Yeah. Is you UPS, can just bu- FedEx, go to a post like office and bubble wrap back. the hell out of it and well, then no, ship it back I'd to yourself. I'd say just mail back your clothes. <laughs> or you do that one. That. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, like, they'll they'll probably trash your items in the box. So I would keep those with me and I'll just mail well, back my I don't know. My other n- stuff. No offense to airline employees, but I don't know if I would trust people throwing my bag onto a plane either. Yeah. So for new people going. Yes. There, you know, there. It's gotten to be now with Comic Con that there's a lot of celebrities there. Okay, well, let's let's. I mean, let's even backtrack before we go to celebrities and just talk about the fact that Comic Con has become gigantic. It's ginormous. And by gigantic, I mean we can tell you over the internet sea of people, like a sea of people. But until you actually get there and see actually how many. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands uh, of people. You're you're you're, you're in a sea of at least a hundred thousand people. At the, least. So uh, just realize that you are going to be walking into an extremely cloud, crowded event, and you are going to be shoulder to shoulder, belly to belly. You're going to be in lines. You're going to be crowded. You're going to be feeling like you're completely cramped. So if you have claustrophobia. Be prepared to be surrounded by people at all times. I think at well, any if you have claustrophobia, you shouldn't be going. <laughs> well, I think any given time there could be close to I think we figured up at one point almost two hundred thousand people on the floor. Correct. And that, that does not include the people that are in separate right. you know, meeting halls that right. are at events. Right. I think on average it's say it's like hundred and fifty thousand people that are there every year. It's it it's it is. It's between usually a hundred and twenty five, hundred and fifty thousand. That's just attendees. Right. That's not including, you know, the celebrities. Right. That's not including uh, professionals. Like press, you know, yep. like Presenters, and, vendors, right. all that stuff. And then, then on top of that, you've got the elite, you know, the security. And then you've got, uh, you got elite security, then Comic-Con people. So yep. you're talking, I mean, you've got. Event staff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think that you're going to get in there and walk across the floor in an hour, no, you're, it's not going to happen. Think. Even even if you even if you walk across the floor and don't stop at any booth, you're not going to make it from one side of the of the floor to the other in an hour. Unless you got elbows flying. I sure. usually do. So good job. But I think it's I think it's you know prudent to put into perspective. You know, this started from a event for people to trade and enjoy and talk about and sell and buy comics to now all of Hollywood, all of entertainment, video games, comic books, uh, every form of entertainment mm-hmm. is now rushing to San Diego to promote their stuff. Do you think that Comic-Con has become a symptom of what's going on as far as pop culture, the pop culture boom, or do you think it's part of the success of the pop culture boom? Um, I think I, I think it's a result of everything that's going on via internet, social media, technology. Right. Boom of pop culture. Boom of video games. Boom of superheroes. Because all of it. I've seen. And that. as it explodes bigger and bigger and bigger, the people are so connected now that everything is pushed 
further and further and further. Well, I've seen in the past where, you know, there's been these giveaways and things, you know, to go to Comic-Con. And usually they were on, on things like G4 or Like or a sweepstakes to right. win tickets. Now you're seeing them. TBS did a really big one that if you watch The Big Bang Theory on there, uh, you know, and you could tell what Sheldon's T-shirt was or something, you could win a chance to go to Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. You know, The Hub did a big one. Yep. And it's just like it seems – even on the mainstream news now, it's hey, if you're not going to Comic Con, then you're missing out. Well, it's because it's which a is big driving event. which is driving more and more people there, mm-hmm. and le- you're getting. Like last year, I know that I, I was online. I was talking to a lot of people that were really upset that they weren't going to get to go, and they were actually comic book fans that have gone, you know, for multiple 10, years. Yeah, yeah, we're talking like almost ten years. weren't able to get tickets now. Yeah, because. Mr. Hipster down the street decided he wanted to go and be a part of it. Ah, hipsters. I know. Uh, they, they've, team, they've seemed to take it's, over. It's actually very interesting that you mention that kind of like some people who are used to going are getting forced out. And it's slowly getting closer and closer to an event where you have to have some kind of in. Or you have to right. know somebody or have a special connection to get tickets. It's mm-hmm. the way it's it is, getting. It is heading that direction to the point like, like a Super Bowl kind right. of situation where it's like, well corporations buy half the tickets and they give them to all their people and then you're going to pay out your nose to be able to go to the nosebleeds well but what's happening is you're starting to see these other cons starting to pick up WonderCon has become a uh, much bigger much much bigger than what it used to be wizard con wizard bigger event uh um new york comic-con last year ended up having almost 125,000 people for the first time they never expected that to happen right but you're seeing these people that either have gone to San Diego, loved what they experienced, and now they're going to these other cons. Right. Or you're seeing people that didn't get to go to that that are now going to you know, New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Anaheim. Yep. You know, th- these cons are getting to be so big. And on top of that, the – you know the the genre or the the franchise specific film you know festivals mm-hmm. are starting to get even bigger. Star Wars weekend now is become the whole month of May. Yeah, at, the Star at Disney Wars World. celebration. Yeah, yeah. You know now there's May this, the fourth be with you and all that. Jazz. Right. Which now I heard uh, July of uh, uh, July Force. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah, they need to stop. That's not okay. So so here's the thing. Let's hit the celebrity part. Okay. Here's the thing. You know, there are you're having 125,000 plus people there, mm-hmm. and celebrities. Correct. A lot of people are thinking because they see, you know, on television stuff, they see that the celebrities are on the floor or whatnot, that they're going to be able to walk up and hey, there's say, hey, Captain Hammer. Yeah. I should go meet him. Hey, Robert Downey Jr. Let's go get a beer. You know, it doesn't happen like That's that. That's not how it works. Yeah. You know, but how does it work? Well, you can go. I mean, the celebrities are there. Obviously, they want you to go to their panels. They're there to they do their meet job. You. They want, you know, there there are celebrities that you're going to be able to take pictures with. Yes, um, a lot of the times it will cost you. It will cost generally. Well, now this is where we can break down into different sections and different deals. I mean, uh, there are certain times where a movie like an Iron Man or a Superman, they'll have the celebrity come out for one hour and one hour only, and it'll be a meet and greet. Come take a photo with them, and they shuffle people through as fast as they can, and there's a line literally a mile long, and actually 20 people get to do it out of the 5,000 that wanted to, Mm -hmm. and that's it, and it's the end, and a lot of people are disappointed, and that's the way it goes. The other way it goes is there's planned signings, there's planned meetings, there's planned photo sessions where you can meet writers, artists, actors, directors, different people from different avenues of the creative world. And those you pay for in advance, and then you get in a line for those, and there's a certain allotted time, and yada, yada, yada. Right, but if you think you're going to go you know, see Chris Hemsworth walking the floor and be able to walk up and talk to him and take pictures and whatnot, you're mistaken. It's not going to happen. The only way that you're going to be able to be – I mean, you'll be in the same room with them then, but the only way you'll get to listen to them talk and things like that is to be in whatever panel they are, which is usually for something like Thor or Iron Man sure. or Man of their Steel movie, or something like TV that. Show. They're in Hall H. Right. And if you're going to go to Hall H, you might as well plan on not being on the floor that day. Yeah, you need to get in there extremely early if you want to get any kinds of good seats. You're going to be lining up before Comic-Con even opens for that day. Right. Well, here's the thing. Um, Last year was the 10th anniversary of Firefly. Mm -hmm. It was in Ballroom 20, which Mm -hmm. is the second biggest hall there in Mm -hmm. San Diego. 
they had no room. There were 10,000 people in line by 4 a.m. Yep. Joss Wheaton, as cool as he is, managed, went down and walked the entire line and shook everybody's hand and said, thank you for coming. Right. That's the only time I've ever heard of that happening. And it won't happen again. Well, he's a rare bird. He so. is a but yeah, I mean, if you think that you're going, you know, if, if you're going to San Diego and your sole purpose is, I've got this script, I want to sell it to Stephen Moffat, it's not going to happen. No. Oh man, really? You know, if you are an artist, I was going to do if that. you are, if you are an artist and or a writer that wants to get into the comic book profession, there are there means, are specific times. There are specific times, and you know, you have to go through, you know, a portfolio screening basically yep. in order to do this, but. You can sit down with you know at, at an allotted time, but you're not going to be walking down and you know see Bendis sitting hey, there having Ramita. a coffee. Yeah, you yeah. know, and let me hey, let me walk over to you and and say hi pitch to you. you this you know X Men. Not going to happen. Yeah, it's so, not. So for meeting celebrities and for talking to celebrities, please be respectful because the last thing that we need as fans is for you to go be a jerk and clamor all over them and scream at them and be grabbing at them and be worse than paparazzi. So you mean not asking for a picture while they're at the urinal? The exactly. Urinal, right? That's a bad idea. Yeah. Bothering them in the bathroom, bad idea. Uh, might but depend you, on the celebrity, though. But they mm. are there to work. Yes. They are there to be promoting their stuff. They don't want bad pub publicity. They want good publicity. So they will be walking across... The main floor. And That's I think, going to happen, and people will be swarming around them. And I think generally, if you if they're walking the floor and you walk up to them and be like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" and you're respectful about it, most of the time they'll say yes. No, well, no, I think so. no. It's, what happened was, and this is where a lot of celebrities get get this, uh, you know, this rep of being an asshole. It's because. When you walk up, if one person walks up to them and says, "Hey, can I get a picture?" That means every single. And that means that they the have to stand there can. and take a line, you know, whatever the line forms after that, and it will form a line after that. You know, um, I have seen St uh, Seth Green is one of the people that you know comes to mind when I think well, of this. Mm -hmm. He he'll give you a card, you know that that it says, "Hey, you know, I met you and everything." Right. Um, and it'll almost be like a questionnaire. Did I you know? Did I take care of everything? Did right. Know, and then you can, I think, I think you can send it back to him, right? And or you he, can email it. You can oh yeah, fill it out online something, or something. Yeah, yeah. or a tweeting rack or something like that. But he'll give you this little commemorative card, basically, that says, "Hey, I met you." you yeah, we were in contact. Yeah. Basically, what's going to end up happening is if you do see a celeb on the the floor, they're going to be swarmed anyways. Um, and they usually have a handler or two. Uh, yeah, if not three or four, and right. they're very large handlers. And Scarlett Johansson, if she's walking the floor, I guarantee you. There's six or seven people that are around her keeping people away. So if you are lucky enough that they seem to not be swarmed, be respectful. You can say hello to them. You can thank them for their work or whatever. You can ask them a couple questions, maybe get a signature or something like that. But do not expect the world of these people because they're doing a job. They're not there to meet every single person on the floor, which could be topping out at 200,000. Right. Well, see, here's another thing. We're, since we're talking about being respectful— be respectful anyways to everybody. Remember, these people that are walking the floor are fans just like you. They're your people, you know? So so when you get there, just be open to, to meeting people. Don't sit there and talk about how much you hate the Ewoks or how much you hate Jar Jar Binks or anything like that because the person standing next to you might enjoy that. But I know? do hate Jar Jar Binks. Actually, everybody hates everybody Jar Jar hates. Binks. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing is being respectful of cosplayers. There are – oh, there's so many cosplayers there that it's unreal. And there are going to be some unbelievably amazing, perfect costumes, and right. there's going to be some really bad ones. Right. So – and they will stop and take pictures with everybody. Yep. They're, this is Just great. Just remember, they all worked extremely hard on them. They there are was, all oh. precious to them. Dude, last year there was this Galactus that was so badass. Yeah. And he had a tiny little – Silver Surfer, he had like the uh, the three and three quarter sure. Marvel uh, Universe figure yeah. on his shoulder, and it was I mean it was badass the whole costume, and he'd even put stilts in his his costume. That's awesome. The great thing about those costumes is they'll stop and, and take pictures with you. Yes. The bad things is most people want them to take that picture right there as soon as they see them. Yeah. Which means that now you've just backed up the whole hall. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Try to do it where, you know, okay, if you want to take a picture of somebody, try to go to the sides or try to go closer to a booth or something where you're not right in the middle of the aisleway. And and you'll see, I mean, if you're on the actual show floor, it can get tight in certain places. But if you're oh. on the outside halls, if you're in the outside halls between all the meeting rooms and the ballrooms, yeah, there's actually some extra space where people can kind of pull to one side in front of the windows. Those are usually the best places to try that's to That's usually pictures. the great – if you can catch somebody there, it's the greatest spot to do it because you can kind of shuffle yourself to one side or the other. But re- be very respectful. You know, if, if somebody is sitting there in a costume and they're eating – or they're in the bathroom or something, don't stop them right then to take a picture. Not a good you know, place to do see, it. See them, find them. You're going to find them again later. You know, I mean, even though there are 125,000 people there, you will see if multiple people over and over again. And if somebody's cosplaying, chances are they're going to be there all three or four days. Right. They're going to be there for the whole run. Right. If, if you see, you know, Boba Fett there or something, I guarantee you he's going to be there all week. And more than likely, if you go to where the 501st are or the Mandalorian Club, or the R2 Builders, you'll find him again right there and probably find a whole squadron of Boba Fetts that exactly. you can take pictures with. And don't be touching or grabbing at costumes. That's yeah. a no-no. Especially oh, Slave Leia's. You you may request to know what stuff is. You can. You oh, can I'd like ask to feel this material. It. Oh, yes, but but don't just go up Why and go like, "Hey, that this is really cool," of. because that's going to be the one time you snap off that one piece of fiberglass. Yeah, yeah. and you're going to be that guy. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> ruin the costume. Yeah, try try not to touch people's costumes. I know if you're if you're taking a picture of something, you're putting your arm around them, something like that, you're going to bump it. But don't purposely go up and tug on somebody. You know, don't don't tug on Superman's cape, as they say. Yes. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, there's so much stuff at Comic-Con that you're going to have fun to do. Just the, I think the biggest thing that you need to know is you're going to wait. You're yes, going to wait in lines for everything. The last time I can remember being at Comic-Con where you could kind of walk around, bounce from booth to booth. And generally the only place you had to wait in super long lines was if there was a celebrity signing, like if you were getting in line for, you know, material like autographs or pictures, Mm -hmm. or if you were going to one of the big halls, like one of the ballrooms for one of the big press events. Otherwise, generally you could walk around. That was probably the last time I can remember was 2007. Yeah. 2007 was a lot. And even then there were some times. 2007. The I think was I mean it had sold out a couple of times before, but that was the first time that the I think the the fire marshal went in and said stop selling tickets on that Saturday. Right, have wa- you've there's reached, too many people. Yeah. you've and actually overloaded the capacity of the convention center yeah. of San Diego. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, you're gonna wait. I mean, if you're wanting to get the exclusives, you need to stand in line and wait for it. Well, yeah, and I mean because it just, will be gone. Let's just talk about all that stuff. You know, no matter what you're going to want to buy something from someone somewhere. Right. And there are going to be other people that are going to want to buy something somewhere. And there's and some really good exclusives. When there's, and going back to the sea of people, when there's 200,000 people, chances are more than just two people are going to want to be buying specific exclusives, whether they be comic books, whether they be action figures, whether they be statues, whether they be some other form of entertainment mm-hmm. uh, or product. There are going to be gigantic lines. Yep. Depending on the vendor or the retailer, there are going to be either limited quantities or a specific allotted amount sold per day, and there are going to be gigantic lines to grab those things. Well, see, and here's the thing. Hasbro always, always has a massive line. You know, matter of fact, Hasbro has gotten to the point now where – you know, you they they sell basically basically they not really sell, but you have an allotted time. You know, you'll go up and you'll get a bracelet that'll be you can get in from nine to ten. So you got to get in that line, you know, immediately to to be at nine a.m. Right at nine a.m. You got to be in that line. It's going to take you until nine thirty nine forty five to just get in and start buying stuff. Oh, it'll it'll take you to lease that long to get to the booth line. That's yeah. Yeah, you know, and then once you're there, you know, the other thing is know what you're going to buy before you get in line. Yeah, it, there, there was a time. Let's let's reminisce for a second. There was a time when like we didn't even know what exclusives were coming. Yeah, like you didn't know. Like we just knew that Marvel was going to have some super cool exclusive. Mm-hmm. Had no clue what it was, but there was going to be some kind of cool exclusive there. <laughs> now 
they're like releasing exclusives online on different websites like months beforehand so you can That's see what the first game. the first time you see what any of the exclusives might be is Toy Fair. And like Toy Fair you'll usually get to know or get to see what one of like the Star Wars, you know, uh collectibles is going to be or one of the Hasbro Star Wars uh exclusives is going to be. Like this year it's uh the 9-inch or 6-inch whatever the black Boba Fett with a Han and Carbonite. Yeah, that's mm. awesome. Fifty bucks, amazing. Ugh. They are, and then, but Hasbro. Uh, I should say that Comic Con puts out their puts out the entire list. Usually, you know, usually the way it works is the Comic Con website will put out the the list of exclusives and companies that right. are going to be, you know, and what booth it's going to be as soon as they find out. Then they'll put out the map the next week. And then as it gets to be two weeks before Comic-Con, they put out the panel list. Mm-hmm. So as, of, as, as, we're fil- as, as we're recording this today, the Sunday panel list just came out. Right. Um, which some of the panels this year are really cool, and I can't wait to sit down and actually put together my list of what I'm going to be going to see. The problem is that I think I know that myself and a couple other people have – Panels on top of panels. Yes. And Good luck that, making that, them all. Well, then that's what I was just going to get to was it's if you know that there's a panel you want to see, you want to go to Marvel Cup of Joe. Sure. And you are in line at Hall H. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make it. No. But if you're on the floor, make sure you give yourself 20, 30 minutes to get from wherever you are on the floor to wherever that panel is. Right. And prepare to stand in line. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. For the good panels, you are going to be standing in line forever. And by forever, yes. we can go back to that Firefly comment. Uh-huh. People were in line at 4 a.m. to go see the Firefly panel that day. Which, which wasn't it in the afternoon? No. Was it, was, the it was 10 a.m. Okay. In okay. Ballroom 20. Yeah. That thing could have been. Which Here's the funny thing. It was in Ballroom 20 at 10 a.m. Uh, in Hall H at 10 a.m. was the final Twilight panel. The final Twilight panel was half full. If they could have known better, they could have switched these two panels and filled up both rooms the, to where they were being. That's true. But because no one expected Firefly to be as big as it was going to be. Right. And everybody from previous years, Twilight had, you know, people would come to Comic-Con just to go to the Twilight panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that's the other problem with Comic Con is you know, and it's going to be what it is. You can't really do you're anything about it. You're drawing in fair weather fans. Well, yes, but you're also drawing in fans that are only going to go to one thing, but they're buying four day passes. Right. And they don't care about you know going and seeing you know what Dark Horse is going to put out or IDW or any of the comic book publishers. You know, they want to just go see, you know, the celebrities, which they're going to be ten thousand people in that same room. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get to see this little dot or you're looking at the, the projector and not actually seeing, you know. Right. But getting back to the exclusives and the products, uh, you will be waiting a very, very long time because they know that you want it. You know that you want it. And yes. everybody else wants it too. Which brings us to the next point. Well, wait. Don't wait to go get them. No, no, no. If you know if you, you want something. If there is then, something yeah. that you want, if you're wanting – the Deadpool Cores Special Edition figure set, don't wait till Saturday. It won't be there. Go grab it now. Get in line Thursday morning if that's what you want, you know, and stand there until you get it. Um, so, but yeah. But that know, brings us gonna, to the next point. You're going to be in line. You're going you're gonna to wait. Don't get angry about being in line. It's just part of the beast. It's like going to a major amusement park. Yeah. It's well, like going yeah, to an opening night of a film. Expect a line. You're yeah. going to be standing in lines from the time you pick up your badge to the time you leave. Correct. You Just get even, used to it. You may even be standing in a line to leave the building at the end of the Which weekend. Which brings me to make good, some friends, talk to well, that, some and that's folks, just it. That's what I was going to say. Yourself. You're going to don't don't be the person that just sits there and doesn't talk to people or anything like that. Be the person that talks to everybody and bring snacks because you will want to. No, definitely. I think you know, I mean it's just ultimate planning that you have to do just for the whole week. You need to plan ahead. The, right. the bottom line is you need to you kind of have to have a game plan to go through everything 
in the entire show. Yeah. Have a game plan on how you're going to get there. Have a game plan for your hotel and what time you need to leave and get to parking because there's going to be parking around the entire place. Right. Ethan, I mean, Ethan, WonderCon 2013 was your the biggest con you've been to so far. No, I've been to Comic-Con. Oh, you were, well, you were one day. You were one day at Comic-Con. No, I was there for the weekend. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I was there for I the whole weekend. No, I, no, I was yesterday. there, too. Shows how much you value our trips together, Rich. <laughs> okay, that was Thank what I was Okay. What I was going to get to was what Comic-Con or WonderCon 2013. You were there from the whole time, mm-hmm. beginning to end. Um, what did you do to prepare yourself? What did, did you bring, you know? I just make sure I had cash and was on time to everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. You had to make sure that I, I, I had a wallet full of cash so that I could pay for parking every day. Well, and that goes back to the exclusives and all the products yeah. that are being sold. But also bring plenty of cash because you will go through it quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I would also suggest, this would be a big suggestion on my end, is have, have an idea of how much you want to spend before you ever go right? and set yourself a limit. Or at least a daily limit. Well, but, Try but to understand, okay, I am going to only spend $500 over three days. Yeah, it doesn't That's work. What, I understand that. But, you know, if you have a budget and you need to stick to it, you need to plan for that. You need, And that's that's one of the biggest things is plan, 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 plan. Find out what events you want to see. Find out what signings you want to go to. Find out what booths you want to go to. And give yourself a strategy for which booth to hit at what time uh, ahead of time so that you can be ahead of the game and give yourself the best potential to see all the things that you're going to want to see. Because if you just go in like you're going to Disneyland, and you're like, I'm just going to go see this thing and that thing. You're going to end it's not up gonna get, happen. You are going to get caught by weird lines. You're going to get caught in weird groups and you're going to get stuck and you're going to end up missing half the stuff you want to see. So give yourself a game plan. Give yourself plenty of cash. Set limits for yourself for how much to spend and please clean yourself. No, definitely. Uh, that's... Great tip, Travis. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of cash, you know. We're going to be editing <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> when you bring your cash, you know, make sure you have enough because, and don't be afraid to, if you're going to, like, the vendor booths, to try to make deals. You know, you. There's something to be said for negotiating. Yeah. I mean, these guys, a lot of these guys are bringing stuff in there and now they're not, not no, wanting, no, wait, they're not wanting to take it back. Right, right, but let's let's also make sure we're not we're not talking about exclusive stuff at like the Hasbro. No, booth. no, no, no. We're, we're talking about when you meet vendors like the guys that have small booths that are local comic book right. yes. retailers, that kind of stuff. I was yeah, they major guys you probably won't be a, having any no luck with negotiating. <laughs> no, no, because no, no. people You're, are begging you, them for twice when, the price. When when you go yeah, there when you go there, you know, the exclusive booths, you know, Mattel, Hasbro, things like that. No, you're not going to be able to make deals with. When you go to the vendor booths that have, you know, Star Wars figures from 1994 and, you know, comic books, you know, they're sitting on stacks and stacks of trades and whatnot. A lot of times you can make deals with them. That's true. Um, especially, especially as the con goes further oh, on. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it used to be. It used to be because then all of a Sundays sudden see is when you would see like the the trade, dollar bin. The, well, the trades for fifty percent off things yep. like that. Now they're doing it all week long, which, which is, is awesome cool for us. Yeah, it's good for consumers. And that, that's some of the most fun is digging through those those trade bins and finding a trade that you've been looking for for years. Or yeah, you know, last year. No, it was at WonderCon. I. Struck up, struck up a conversation with a bunch of people about who their favorite companion was in Doctor Who. And before I knew it, the entire booth of like 30 people are talking about this, you know, which companion's better, which one's not. Sure. It, it was the coolest feeling because, you know, you, and, and that's why Comic Con should be, is that you're, you're in, amongst like minded people. Yeah. Ha, you know, it's there you, to have fun, to meet people, you know, to make contacts for things, to all of a sudden come back and, you know, you have 50 new friends on Facebook or whatnot. You know, it, that's what you can take away from Comic-Con. If you're the person that gets there and all you want to do is complain about the heat, complain about the people, complain the prices or about this, that, and the other, you're not going to have fun. And Comic-Con should be about having fun. If you're, if you're that person that is, you know, not having fun – don't go. Sell your ticket to somebody else. You know, there are plenty of people that want to go. Okay. So you're telling me not to go. <laughs> yeah, you're a person that I don't think would really want to go. You, you wouldn't have too much fun. 
No, I'd hate it there. Wait, the other thing. What other thing? Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but one of the big things you want to do is, you know, when you're preparing your, your backpack to take with you, remember you don't want to take a massive, you know, let's go hiking up the Alps type backpack because you're going to be in a crowd. Well, you space. might get lost and trapped for a couple of days, so it might be there is a possibility <laughs> for you will actually have to survive. But, okay, let, but let's talk about some of the things that you need to put in your backpack. Water, water. Always have water. Stay hydrated. It gets hot in there. It gets dry. You will be sweating at some point, unfortunately. Snacks because the food prices in there are you know inside the con twelve dollars for a churro yeah twelve bucks for a churro they're they're expensive Disneyland man the other thing is Disneyland the other thing is you know if you're going to go down the gas lamp to eat you know we're talking Comic Con exclusive here right yeah gas lamp so the gas lamp there's ten thousand people trying to get into one restaurant really quick for for people who don't know the gas lamp district and the gas lamp area is uh, the street uh, right outside across from the the convention center. And there's a it's a lot of red brick. It's basically and you'll see gas re- restaurant row. But you'll, yeah, you'll see a lot, a lot, a lot of bars, restaurants, grills, that kind of stuff. And they will be packed to the gills with Comic-Con attendees trying to get in for food there. Even if you go down for, as far as the mall, yep. you know, even you know, going into the, the fast food restaurants at the mall, it gets you know, it packed. It gets packed. Um, so take snacks mm-hmm. because you're going to want to snack during the day. When you're standing in line, it's a perfect time to snack. Um, take you know an extra charger for your phone. Oh, I would definitely say if you're going to be bringing any electronics, bring all the chargers, bring all the extra memory cards, bring all the extra batteries you can muster. I because tell it you, will all die on you. Three years in a row, my phone died at con at least four or five times. Yep. Finally, finally, I brought a plug, and I would sit in a panel and I'd plug it into the wall. Yeah, and then there are some places that have charging stations. You know, they're getting there. There are a couple, but you'll never get to them. No, because no, um, five thousand other people. Yeah, are trying if, if you if your phone's starting to die and you want to take a break, sit out. You know, in the main corridor or in the concourse, and find an outlet and plug into. There's plenty of them there, and no one seems to have a problem with you doing that. No, and if they did, they're jerks. Yeah, know which panels you want to go to. So either use your Goes smartphone. Back to game plan. Use your smartphone, iPad, tablet, whatever, to you know go to the Comic Con app, and you know you can you can put in which panels you want to go to, or write them down. You know you're you're going to get a program when you first get there. You'll be able to look at where everything is, know everything is. Make sure that you know you or have you can that do with the you. Uh, you can do the Travis special, which is beforehand uh, print out the map of the convention center for Comic Con. And then use different colored highlighters over the halls for the different things you want to see. And then at the bottom, write down what they are. Especially you if, you're, times, if, you're, if, you're, if you're technologically illiterate, that was the best way to go. Well, it's perfect because I end up – I don't have to rely on my battery life of my phone or mm-hmm. my laptop or whatever. I can just pull that sheet out of my mm-hmm. bag or out of my pocket, flip it open, and see that you know Kevin Smith has got a panel at 1 p.m. over in this area <laughs> – and head over to it. <laughs> Which you'll never get into. That you'll never get into. Kevin Smith's panels are usually Hall H, and they're in massive, massive amount of people that just want to go to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are people that literally that will go to Comic-Con just, just to see his yeah. stuff. And, the, and um, that goes for all of the pieces. But, yeah, but in your backpack, the other thing that you might want to do, and this is – I was shown this very early on, is put, like, a box or something that fits inside the backpack. It will make it squared up or make it so that you can put stuff inside of it, inside the box in, in your backpack without them getting torn up. Because people will smash against you if you've got that rare comic book that you just found. It's, it's going to get trashed. Oh, dear God. Yeah, bring bring some pieces of cardboard or like, yeah, a cardboard box. If you, if you can, can make your backpack. It needs to be big enough for a trade or a comic book. And, if you're, and, and realize if you're getting Golden Age, Golden Age is bigger than Silver Age. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're gonna you know bring a backpack, because a sure bag and a board you... won't survive. Right. Oh, my GI Joe exclusive uh, Comic Con issue issue last year got totally thrashed. Yep. 
So bring bring some thick, like a cardboard box style, thick cardboard, and you can sandwich that your your books inside that, and that'll mm-hmm. that'll at least protect them better. Um, another thing is, you know, you can put in your backpack. You know, if you're if you're going to go down to Artist Alley and you want to get, you know, some exclusive artwork, yeah, or if you want to get your favorite artist or something to do a sketch or yeah. you know sign, go get a know, little notepad. Well, no, no, you. I mean, they sell. You can get the you know the sketch cover comic books and stuff like sure. that. But you know, make sure you have that stuff ready to go when you get are in line. Be a ready, yeah. Be a ready gamer. Be a, be a ready be a ready customer. Yeah. Have your stuff ready to go while you're in line. And remember, there are other things to do other than in the convention center. You can find you know Hilton has stuff going on. Marriott has stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, the the hotels surrounding the convention center will have mm-hmm. things going on. I I think last year um, was it Microsoft or Sony. I think it was Microsoft over at the Hilton right across the street, like had basically like their big. Well, Sony, blowout. Sony had a, uh, Sony had a, like a gaming lounge. And so does that's Nintendo. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Microsoft had taken over the lobby of one of the yeah. hotels and basically turned it into a giant. Here's what's coming from, because it was, it was their after E3 party yeah. was down there at the lobby. And well, they and then basically said, then, come and play every game we have kind of thing. There's some other things that go on. Like YouTube usually has a, a lounge, um, down, you know, within the gas, gas lamp district. Um, a few years back when Tron came out, there was a they built a Flynn's, yep. and you had to find it. And if you found it, you got a special thing. And yep. you know, there's a lot of them that do that. So there's things outside the convention you can do as uh, well. There was the there was the big Walking Dead like zombie survival yeah. course that was down at the uh, Padres uh, Stadium. Yep, mm-hmm. which Petco. was yeah. Awesome. Well, and then then also in Petco, um, in in the um, parking lot. That's the thing I was trying to think of. Microsoft had a big thing down there too. They usually right. have a big gaming lounge down there yep. as well, where they're going to whatever the new Microsoft title. Basically, that's coming yeah. Out. So like this year, expect Xbox One to be There's there. There's a lot of stuff show. about Xbox One there. What was your favorite thing about Con when you went? My favorite thing? Uh huh. Damn man, that's wow. Uh, okay, there were a couple of uh, actors that I got to meet. That turned out to be really, really cool. A couple of folks from Star Trek, uh, a couple of the Star Trek TV shows that you you never know what people are going to be like when you meet them. And uh, I just walked up to them and thanked them and thought their acting work was really nice. And they were ex- extremely grateful for that. Yeah. And extremely like, like it wasn't like a, your character did the such and such and your character's this and that and sign this thing and, you know, do a thing for Spock for me. It was a, it was more of a like, Hey, I like your work and I like what you guys do. And I ended up getting into a conversation with both of them. And that was a lot of fun. Um, I got to do that last year with Eddie McClintock from th- Warehouse 13. That's fun. That's that fun. Great. When, when you get to have a little personal moment with him, uh, I think, uh, I, I think the, uh, there were a couple panels that were pretty insane, but you know what? Honestly, was was finding some stuff that I didn't think I was going to find. Like yeah. I found uh, the first uh, first run Madrox, yeah, when they rebooted Multiple Man, and I freaking loved that series. And when it first came out, it wasn't the new X Factor sh- like run. It was called Madrox, right? Mm-hmm. And I found the first run Madrox, which I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's always, it's always fun finding those rare things that you've been looking for. Right. Also, I know from personal experience, make sure you know what trades or what books you have at home so you don't end so up... So you don't bu- double and triple up on stuff? <laughs> That's why you I, make a list. <laughs> I bought the entire run of Star Wars Empire twice. Oh, my God. At least twice. What's at least twice with you? in trade. Because I just had so many Star Wars trades that I just didn't i think i ended up giving i think i gave you one of them too because i, I think you did or two of them <laughs> something um Ethan, no. what's your best experience at con god i don't even know um I besides know, hanging out with me that, oh. that made it Nobody worse likes like that. That. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean well the first time i went to comic con was in 07 and i think we just went uh i just went because everybody else was going I wasn't really big into, you know, everything that was happening, but it was cool to see like you know things that were coming out. Or oh, come like on, dude! You got stuff. You got to you got to meet Sergeant Slaughter. That was awesome. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> he put me in a headlock. And uh, speaking of which, speaking of meeting wrestlers stuff, I've literally ran into Rob Van Dam 
three or four times. And I'm talking like turned around and smacked him right in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually made a comment about that. He doesn't like you anymore. Uh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like you at all. Mm-hmm. He's like, God. Fucker keeps ugly, running into me. This yeah. ugly guy keeps running into this me. <laughs> nice. Wow. I, th- I think honestly okay. the, 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 the event as a whole is pretty amazing. It was a great experience. Yeah. So I mean, this, this past WonderCon, you, you were more into comic books and things like yeah, that. Right. So what was the difference between 07 and 13? I think it's just, you know, actually starting to appreciate certain comics and, like, actually getting into reading some of them. That's why it made the experience a little bit better. Like, WonderCon, because I was already a fan of the Walking Dead TV show, I was like, oh, I'm already convinced into reading the comic now. So, at WonderCon, I found the compendium for, like, half off. And uh, so, I bought the first one and I started reading it, which made it, like, I guess, elevate more and more. Well, I know you tagged along to a couple panels with me, you know, that were comic book pa- panels, like IDW and a couple others. Yeah. W- listening to the to the writers and the artists and everything, did it make you more interested in comic books? If they were interesting themselves, I would say yes. But and I think the one that we went to, it just didn't seem like they were really that excited, <coughs> in my opinion. Maybe it's just the I was just tired and I wasn't listening, right, or whatnot. But it's because you went to the you went to the Dark Horse panel with me, too, yeah, right, which had all the Star Wars. Star Wars. They were talking about Star Wars, then the Star Wars mm-hmm. itself. And then I went to the the Superman Unchained uh, showing, right. And I guess they talked about it a little bit beforehand, which I mean, it was cool to watch it, but I mean, like it, I don't know. And it's just they didn't seem like. Like, I got a lot of information out of the panels versus, you know, like, what I've seen. So, it could have been, like, well, I can end up watching it online and get in the same experience. Right. Which brings me to – Ethan brought up just a good point about things being interesting in the panels. When people – they usually with the panel, they'll open up a question and answer section. There's always a Q&A. Right. The, the best thing to remember is – first of all, before you go into this, remember, if you are going into – Marvel Comics panel, don't ask questions about Marvel movies. Don't ask questions about Marvel television. They won't tell you because most of the time they don't know the answer. It's a different production team. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what's going on at with Thor, you know, the movie Thor, uh, Avengers 2 or whatever, as far as movies, go to the panel in Hall H. If you're wanting to know about the comic books – Go to Cup of Joe. Go to the you know the Marvel panels that are comic book exclusive. When you get in there, the, it happens. I don't care where what convention I've been to. Every time it happens, as soon as it gets open to the Q and A, even if they say we don't know anything about the movies, don't ask us anything. So about the very in first Captain question, America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Every time, um, just make sure that you know you have a good, interesting question. Mm-hmm. They'd love questions, you know, not not questions of, yeah, um, you know, in in Daredevil number fourteen, Daredevil was wearing a black costume, but in the next panel he had a red costume. Was that supposed to happen, or was that you know? No, no that was a printing error. Next question. Right, ask him. You know, they l- the the questions that they love are the more personal questions. You know, when you're when you're writing, does your personal life you know, something that happens in your personal life affect how you're writing your comic. You know, when you when you started, you know, inking or started, you know, doing art, what was really your influence? These are type of questions that they love. They're more interesting than, hey, um, is Wolverine ever going to get married, or is he just going to, you know, be a jerk all his life? Is he ever going to get a haircut? Yeah, you know, I mean. Those questions are going to be there, but try to be that person that has the most interesting question. Because a lot of times, if you have the most interesting question, you will end up getting some kind of swag. They'll give you a T-shirt or bring you up on stage and let you read, you know, whatever issue they've been talking about. Hmm. Interesting. It is. It's you know, but you just got to make sure that you're you're interesting. But you also got to make yourself happy. Make yourself well, happy. Yes. You know. Enjoy yourself, for damn sake. Yeah. Who knows the next time no, you're going to talk if, to these people. But also, if it's something also I was really wondering about, I would ask them. Because so. one, sure. of the, one of the greatest moments of uh, Comic-Con a couple of years ago was when this little kid walked up to the microphone and was trying to 
ask Ryan Reynolds how to do the Green Lantern oath, and he couldn't quite figure out what to say. And then Ryan was like, "You want to? Can you do it with me?" And they said it together. Well, One of the coolest moments at Comic Con. Yeah. But no, that but see, that's that kid's still being interesting. He's not asking some random. Yeah, I, I just think you need to lower your expectations of others. But see, the <laughs> other thing is, don't be the guy in the Deadpool costume that's never read Deadpool. You know, if if you're going to be in a costume or you know if you can be there, at least know. I come from the other side of make yourself happy. You know what, folks? Make yourself happy. I'm gonna have to agree screw with that. Rich and his oh, expectations. You elitist bastard. I'm not an elitist bastard. Be a happy guy. Have fun. If you want to dress up as Deadpool, do it. So, any other final things about Con? Plan ahead. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. Prepare to wait. And plan ahead. Clean yourself. Bring <laughs> water. And just have fun. The other thing is if you're in a gr- with a group of friends, you know, be prepared that you're not all going to want to do the same thing at the same time. It's so okay if you break up. Yeah. It's okay, it's if, okay you guys if you go split. off and do your own thing. And Just then- make sure you have a coordinated meeting place for later. Be right. Like, hey, let's every hour, let's check in by the food court. Okay. Right. Well, what the other one, well, I mean, you're not even, that's not well, going to happen. I said it by example. But, you know no, what I mean. no. but the other thing is also the remember Marvel that Tower. you're probably not going to get a lot of signal, you know, as far as cell signal. In the, yeah, in don't the expect to be texting back and forth. It's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, it'll eat your phone up. It'll eat your phone up so fast. Well, and you'll never hear it beep or vibrate. You'll never feel it vibrate. And then it'll be that, I've been trying to text you for five hours. Yeah, I mean, if you if, when you go in in the morning, if you know you're going to have lunch together, just everybody plan on, you know, a certain time, and we're going to meet at a certain place, and then we'll go to lunch. Um, or something, you know, along those lines. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to a certain pa- – I mean – Obviously, if you and your buddy are going to go to want to go to a certain panel, you're going to end up meeting up at that panel. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're going to see each other. You're you're going to be end up meeting up with your friends, whether you want to or not, at some point. Mm-hmm. Just be prepared that you know there's going to be time when you get to somebody's not going to want to stand around while you're sitting there digging through a stack of comic books. So you know, yeah, have fun and just do your own thing when you get there. There you go. Right? Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> I totally agree. Slowly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> limping across the finish line. <laughs> right? <laughs> just just a horrible, horrible ending. But, you know, one other thing I, I want to <laughs> mention real quick is if you are wanting to go to a panel in Hall H or something like that, don't be disappointed if you don't get in. Find something else, you know, a backup. Actually, no. They have every right to be disappointed <laughs> that they didn't get in. Oh, because you got to be prepared that you're not going to get in. Hall I, H? I don't even go near Hall H. Now, now, well, there's something to be said for using Murphy's Law. Like, uh, whatever can go wrong will go wrong, that kind of stuff. So, you know, you, you're allowed to expect the worst. But, damn I it, just, damn it, I want to go see the Firefly event. Well, the Firefly, some of those events, they're televised or whatnot. And you're going to see them online a half hour later. So, anyways, enjoy Comic-Con 2013. I'm sure we're going to have another discussion or two about this when we get back. And, yeah. So, for Travis and Ethan, I'm R.A. Rain saying, see you in San Diego. You won't see me there. That, a, that, that, that ending just <laughs> limped home. Just, just like, uh, <laughs> like I could feel it, pull it, like, just one arm pulling the rest of the body. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God.